on the BetQL Network. And it's the Power Hour. Better bet. Sean Bell, Bill Matz here in the Philadelphia studios presented by BetMGM. Continuing our college football talk during this Power Hour. Of course, through this Power Hour, we're going to have some fun which, with a little Would You Rather. We're going to give some of our best bets for tonight's games, for tonight's Major League Baseball games, and tonight's uh, football games when it comes to preseason. But right now, we're going to continue our college football talk, like I said. Yeah, this is where we finished off. I, I, I have Alabama beating Georgia in the SEC. I think the drop-off comes now. It's here. Stetson Bennett gone. Don't really know what your quarterback situation is going to be. Again, I'm never going to bet on three times in a row in general to win a national championship, even though it seems like Georgia should, should be it. But again, not to say they're not going to have the stellar, same stellar five-star athletes and Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, those types. But it's going to take it some time at some point for you, you to would adjust. Think, right? And Alabama just ain't sitting there. Alabama are getting the five-star recruits also. And Alabama's coming back at some point with a vengeance, coming back with a veteran squad, coming back hungry. I like Alabama, while Georgia slips just a little bit to overtake Georgia in the SEC. And it just... Eventually, everyone gets got. Like, mm-hmm. you get caught eventually, even if even if you're the best team. Like, the best team doesn't always win. And when you've had two in a row, like, bad luck will eventually occur to you. You Something will happen three in a row, especially in a sport with the turnover of college football, seems damn near impossible. That's where I'm at with it. Now, Big Ten. I have Michigan winning it all. Not just the Big Ten, but winning it all. While you have Georgia needing Stetson Bennett back, Alabama, you know, surging back. Everybody who's telling me that Penn State maybe has the most talented squad they've ever had with this new quarterback that's coming in. It's his first year starting. So it's going to take some time to adjust. They Apparently, they have a top 10 offensive lineman who should be a top 10 pick. But again, Penn State's going to need a year. Ohio State, a little time to adjust. Michigan, who made the playoffs last year, even with how bad they played and how bad the quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, played, they were still almost had a shot to win that playoff game. This year, I think J.J. McCarthy comes back as a junior, and I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to learn from it, and I think Michigan is going to be a veteran squad that has the talent and that's going to beat Ohio State and beat whoever they face in the first round of the playoffs and then meet, to, in my opinion, Alabama in the championship games. But I like Michigan to win this thing overall, to come back. And Jim Harbaugh didn't say, I'm going to the NFL. That's so it. That's He's, my college football it. season. Again, I think Jim Harbaugh has been getting calls for the last few years. I would assume. He was tremendous at, at, with the San Francisco 49ers. Look he didn't win a the, Super Bowl. Look but, at some of the coaches in this league. If yeah. you're not, if you're looking for a coach and you don't call, yeah. you're, you're <laughs> derelict in your duties. Exactly. Jim Harbaugh's... <laughs> Record, he had over a 600 record yeah. as, a, as a head coach and went to the Super Bowl and NEC championship game in back-to-back years. So I like, uh, but that's my prediction. I think the only reason he didn't leave is because how bad the season ended with J.J. McCarthy unfinished business. in the playoffs. And it's unfinished business to get his alma mater. I think he wins a championship and then goes to, I don't know, redacted. Whether it's, <laughs> redacted. you know, somebody who's going to be bad this year and that he likes the spot because he's, to me, he's in a spot to be picky. I don't have to go get the Arizona Cardinal job. No, yeah. I can, you know what I mean? I can wait for one of these good jobs to open up. I can wait for 
I'm not gonna say the Dallas Cowboys. I was. He would strangle. strangle. Dallas was gonna be. He would strangle <laughs> Jerry Jones. Dallas, I uh, just. Just because of Jones. what Jerry Jones is willing to pay, he, he the would, yeah, he would strangle Jerry perception Jones. of that. Like you're the Cowboys head guy, mm. but thinking about the personality, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would make some great television. Yeah, Harbaugh now. left San Francisco because he he was difficult. Yeah. He, he's, he ain't gonna change for Jerry Jones. So, but that's my you know end of the season. Michigan wins it all. Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL. Maybe I'll give a prediction prediction of what NFL team he'll go to soon. But that's what I think is gonna happen at the end of the season. I. Am uh, picking a Big Ten team as well, but not a team that is yet in the Big Ten. Uh, they have one more year out west. USC, man, mm-hmm. I just can't get off of the uh, potential of Caleb Willem- Williams in that just unstoppable offense. Potentially, uh, it's uh, Tyler Morales has been high on uh, on Williams and and that USC offense, and I just I. If someone is going to, if some of those teams like Georgia maybe takes a little bit of a step back, like mm-hmm. I think this is the, these are the playoffs that they could maybe make some noise in now. Okay. I'm not mad. <laughs> here's the, here's the, here's the funny thing about USC. Is there a world where they can win the, win the, win their conference, but not get into the playoffs? Cause it was close to happening next last year. But if you have a, uh, undefeated team and a one-win team in the SEC. An undefeated team and a one-win team in the Big Ten. Is it possible that conference shuts everybody else? Because I, I, I know this, in my opinion, for a fact. In my opinion, if Clemson sweeps the ACC, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, they, they're, they'll, Alabama or, or Georgia is getting in over them. Just because. Now, they would have to do it in spectacular fashion. But if Florida State or Miami don't make the jump that some people think they're going to make. If they remain a team that's eight wins, they not getting it. Can the same be said about a USC, USC team? If you're talking about Georgia 12 and 0, Alabama 11, one, uh, Ohio state 12 and 0, Michigan 11 and one. I know people will be pissed off, but do you think that can happen? A, if USC is a two-loss conference winner, I suppose it can happen. But I don't think you, like you just can't do it to a team yet. Like I next year, yeah, like you could win, you could go undefeated in the Pac-12 or whatever the hell it's going to be, and uh, maybe not make the playoffs. Like I can see next year that being a thing. I just if they have maybe the Heisman Trophy winner, if they are a zero or one-loss team. I, I don't know how you keep them out. Yeah. And they are, it's not, they're a high profile program. Like this isn't one of those little mm-hmm. brother teams. That's like, all right, you know what? We're going to let them in just to show you all what's going to happen. And, oh yeah, they, you lost by 56. How about that? Like, they're not one of those teams. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to get in on merit, but yeah, but or they, at least it, they got somewhat. They got to be impressive while doing. Yes. It, it will have they to be. Has, if they have one loss, they out one, a one to me, a one loss. Pac-12 team isn't as good as a one-loss Big Ten or SEC team. To me, to me, it's just you. Then you look at the record. Then you look at who you played. I think they could afford one. I don't, because like, what like if Ohio State loses to Michigan, all right, and then USC loses to who? What's a comparable loss? It's a fair point. Oregon's not a comparable loss. Like, who's a comparison? Utah, nobody's a comparable loss in my opinion. <laughs> 
I just, I also think, like, the criteria changes every year. Like, the criteria is whatever they want it to be every single season. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, well, since he, uh, yeah, they, they get in this year. It's like, well, they did the same thing. Yeah, they don't get in that year. It's It, it changes for whatever the narrative is. And if the narrative is USC is, like, a greatest show on turf, they're getting in because yeah. people want to see it. Like, yeah. that's what it's going to come down to, to me, for me. People are going to want to see them if they're everything I think they their offense could be. Yeah, it definitely has to be impressive. What, oh, yeah. Another no, we thing, talked about Reggie Bush and those Matt Liner teams yeah. earlier. It's going to need to be like that. Another thing that's interesting to me is the win totals. Penn State, Ohio State, and uh, Michigan. Michigan and Ohio State, both 10.5. And, and Penn State, 9.5. So what they're saying is... Ohio State and Michigan are going to play play each other. Are going to be ten to zero in the winter. You know what that's, I mean? One of them is going to lose to the other, yeah, and yeah, that's like and, that's and then yeah. One loses to the other. And to take the over, you have to pick the one. Like taking the over on either is picking the winner of that game essentially. Yes, and then Penn State is oh they're going to lose Ohio State and Michigan, but beat everybody else. Yeah. How does that go? Oh, oh even though if you're talking bowl games, also, oh, I'm taking the over on Penn State. I just thought about that. I, I didn't think. No, it says regular season wins. I take yeah. that back. So yeah. that's what it comes down to. I was about to wait a minute. So regular season wins. So I find that to be interesting. Nine and a half. You're betting your whole, just all three of them. It's called coming down to one game and no error. So I'm guessing it's the you, win totals are based on them playing each other. Yes. Like to go over, it's you're picking the winners of those games, essentially. Uh, is, is it Kayla Williams and nobody else for Heisman? It feels that way, man. Like, this is... Maybe I've just been paying attention to other stuff. I feel like there's just no buzz for... Like, oh, well, it's going to come down to this. I I just feel like it's a foregone conclusion to a lot of people. And we know how that goes. Yeah. Like, And then it's some sophomore receiver or something that we didn't even think about. But it just really feels that way. Like, for a preseason bet, I... I don't see how you go anywhere else. It's a, it is Caleb Williams plus five hundred, Jaden Daniels plus nine hundred, Quinn Edwards eleven to one, Michael Penix Jr. twelve to one. You know who I'm picking? The JJ McCarthy sixteen to one. I said this before twenty to one, Marvin Harrison Jr. Twenty to one. I think he can do the the uh, Devontae Smith thing and be that again. If Caleb Williams, if you, he has all the hype. So mm-hmm. if you have all the hype, you get you and, and live up to the hype, you getting it. But in but my, you also have to like, like we talk about with the MVP, you're gonna get judged against that hype. Yes, and also does Caleb Williams have a signature game that he wins if the Pac-12 ain't great, right? If Oregon's great, then fine. But if they're not, do you have a signature game as opposed to Marvin Harrison Jr.? He's getting all the catches. He's looked at as the best wide receiver prospect since Julio Jones. <laughs> Right, like he's looked at as that real. I think at twenty to one, he's a good, good value bet right there because he's getting all the target targets. He's getting the, he's getting the ball on a team that's going to win ten plus games, and he's going to have Penn State, Michigan, plus whatever championship game he's potentially in. So I think Marvin Harrison Jr. Again, I know all the quarterbacks, Drake May. I know all the quarterbacks are ahead. Man, I kind of. But Marvin Harrison Jr. at twenty to one, I think even over his quarterback, because they can be like, oh, well, he received his passes from it. Don't matter. He's going to get sixty percent of his offense, sixty percent of the passes. Marvin Harrison Jr. because he's the also the other. He'll have the hype. He's the other big name. 
We want to see Caleb Williams, and who else do you want to see in all the football? No, that's... It, we, said, you can argue the second name is Marvin Harrison Jr. We talked about the narrative in the baseball awards, and yeah, Marvin Harrison. Think about that name, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's People are going to want to see that and be like, oh my God, is he... Is he better than his dad? You know, like yeah. that's that's absolutely. I dig that a lot. I think I might be in on that with you. This might be something I do with the commercial break. <laughs> yeah, and, and even it's interesting because you have uh twenty twenty three Heisman Trophy conference wise. What comes from what's SEC? SEC still in the lead at two forty. Makes sense. Pac twelve second two sixty. Caleb Big Ten three hundred. So you know, if you feel like. Depending on who you feel like it is, if you again like Marvin Harrison Jr., which again I understand is a long shot, plus three hundred might be a good thing. But again, you feel like Kayla Williams, it may be better to go with Pac-12 as opposed to betting for Caleb. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, he's a favorite over there, but I'll bet the Pac-12 wins it. What's that? Cover more of your bases. I may be wrong. Yeah. Actually, that says plus. You know. Two city. I don't remember what it was for Caleb. Five, I think Caleb. Yeah, so it's still Caleb's probably the better odds, but still cover some bases. Just oh yeah, things didn't go well, but this breakout candidate, like, it, but yeah, I would probably just go Caleb there. But damn, I am, I'm into that Marvin Harrison Jr. one. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm I'm telling you that could be again. If you're going to pick a non quarterback, that's where you go, in my opinion. It's it's got to be. It's got to be somebody like that who's going to ha- who has the eyeballs on him is going to have the tremendous ridiculous stats. So with that said, outside of the top names that with the two SEC teams, two big teams, Caleb, is there a surprise somewhere? Again, a lot of people were saying Penn State, which I hope, right? Because again, all the Penn State, I'm a Penn State guy, just to let y'all know. But all the Penn State people are telling me, and I'm always, I'm a Penn State pessimist i'm out on them all the time because they can't win big games because of bad in-game coaching but everyone's telling me they got more talent than they ever and they have and they have a quarterback that for the first time who should be a first round pick in allure so maybe that's something to pick from but is there anybody you go outside of those main five teams that you go, oh, that could be a surprise, whether it's a Penn State or somebody else? That's the Penn State thing, just because I have heard so much about it, but it just feels like they're a year away. You know, mm-hmm. I it's it's so tough to even consider a surprise at this point with the way it has gone the last few years. Like, uh, who wins? Oh, Bama or Georgia? You know, like, it's so tough to even consider it, but, you know, like, it seems like the Big Ten is going to be so good that all those teams for the first time might be truly battle-tested for when they run into that SEC champ in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. they might actually be there with them. And a non I th- like in a, a non-SEC national champion is, that's a surprise at this point, you know? Like, whether, if it's any of the Big Ten teams or if it's USC, like, Clemson, it's yeah. it's a surprise, even though they're major programs. Yeah, again, I'm I'm looking at the Big Ten teams, the only teams that can compete with the SEC. 